My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul in Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the force be with you. May the force be with you! Hello, everyone, welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. I'm Ray. And I'm Zach. And... We're here to talk about Star Wars. Zach, welcome, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. It's awesome to be here. Yeah, so this is technically your first time in the studio, but your first time in the podcast was yesterday? Tuesday, and then I did Patreon with James and David after uh, David Ray and I covered the Thrawn comic. Well, there you go, man. There you go, yeah. And uh, Zach is also from uh, from Michigan. Um, we've been talking to him a bit, but this is kind of like his first time like you know and on a podcast and all that stuff so I'm, I'm i'm very excited because the way that you and i've been talking you've got so much passion man so i'm excited to see that passion like Ooh. in in recording so i hope let's, i drop the ball <laughs> yeah you'll be fine let's get into it ray take it yeah. away so on october 10th the latest book by ek johnston was released and that's about kira it is okay so I don't have the name pulled up because I don't know how to oh. operate. You know. You'll have that. So E.K. Johnson's new book, Crimson Climb, was released on October 10th, and it's about Kira. I'm going to read the synopsis for you guys. Not everyone gets to be the hero. Kira listened to the dreams and promises of a boy with a reckless smile, only to be torn away from him and returned to the White Worms gang while Han made his way to freedom. Now freedom seems like a luxury she can't afford, while she concentrates on survival and despairs of ever leaving Corellia. But her fortunes seem to turn when a representative of the crime syndicate, Crimson Dawn, plucks Kira from captivity and brings her to the syndicate's leader, the mysterious and mercurial Drayden Voss. Voss offers Kira an opportunity she's never had before, the chance to build something resembling a comfortable life if she can prove her worth to his organization. With failure meaning certain death, Kira knows she must immerse herself in the merciless, murderous world of Crimson Dawn. What she doesn't know is just who she will be if she survives. Wait, so it's so it's a prequel to so I mean, I mean, in a way, it's leading up to her. It's taking place, I think, in the middle of Solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, cool. Because, the opening scene. Yeah, after, okay. I think it probably picks up right when Han leaves, and then it picks up Kira's story. Got and it. Will probably end just before they meet have up. that party. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Interesting. Exciting. I was hoping that it was gonna like that we would actually get more of a of a story about her after the events of Solo. I would mm -hmm. like that like, too. Like directly after where maybe she actually would go to Dathomir and then oh, she, sure. and, and then she would talk to Maul and do well, all she's that. She's in stuff. recent comics. Isn't she? Like yeah. She's, she's kind of like force sensitive, kind of. Yeah. Well, she, the, the other thing is that we know that she's alive during the time period between Empire and Return of the Jedi yeah, because she's yep. trying to get uh, Han, uh, like Han Solo and Carbonite, like mm -hmm. from Boba and then and, and all that stuff, which in my mind, I'm thinking she's going to pop up in Star Wars Outlaws. That honestly would make the most sense to have Crimson cool. Dome pop up in there. Um, but the story sounds interesting. It's kind of like Solo. Is it? It sounds great, but was it necessary? I think so. Okay. I think you're because ex you're exploring you're exploring what happens in that film. Yeah. For her, 
because people I know a lot of people I know at least are very curious about Kira and we're going to get a little more of her backstory in this Mm. and kind of who she is uh, later in the solo film. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. When talking about writing for the character, E.K. Johnson said, Kira isn't like any other main character I've built a story around. She was never going to do the nice thing or the good thing or the right thing. She was always going to do the best thing for her. And that is a pretty great, and that is pretty great in terms of plot generation and character dynamics. And I loved building her a nemesis, setting her up against Drayden Voss, knowing where they're all headed. So that seems to imply to me that the book will end right about where she reappears in solo okay i wonder if paul bettany is going to record lines for the audiobook Ooh. or or max rebo shows up somewhere he's <laughs> he, he, he's alive during that point he's making a name for himself i can't make point. any comments because of my obsession with sabe yes so i'm the new guy and i don't want to get kicked off for making jokes too soon. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm smart curious. man i'm curious to read it because i don't know a whole lot about crimson dawn okay and while I have not continued making my way through the 2020 Vader comics, I know mm. Sabe does join Crimson Dawn as an undercover agent. Yeah. So I'm curious to learn more about that. There will, I mean, on, honestly, I don't mind the books. I don't mind the novels and games and everything, but seeing her, I, I feel like seeing a character story more throughout actual media. So like in a show or, um, or a movie i th- i think seeing kira on screen again and just kind of of just having her journey continued from where we left off in solo yeah. would be great i was expecting to be in the book of boba fett actually mm. yeah um because Did we have her on our bingo card no i don't think so uh i followed that thing religiously i don't think we got I don't no think it was on the, the bingo no card. i know For... max rebo was and, and yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> spot was checked I'm, off. <laughs> uh, I I remember like that day was yesterday. It was fantastic. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, no, I am very excited to um to explore more of the underworld. Um, mm-hmm. and if Kira is part of that during the Mandalorian timeline, that would be pretty cool. It'd yeah. be pretty cool though. Pretty gnarly. And to see maybe Han kind of see her and then Leia's right next to him and be like, ah, no. this is awkward. And then they fight. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's- <laughs> but, but, uh, but that would also be interesting because if Lando was there, then Lando might become the new love interest of Kira or Kira's just her own thing. Hmm. Who's to say? There's more than one say? way to skin a cat. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Zach. Uh, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> It's more than one way to do something. Okay. Or grow about something. Okay. 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 <laughs> Sorry, that was a bit harsh. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. We're starting off strong. Strike one. All right. So for then we have the new the new Lego shorts um, that are coming out. They've been doing kind of like a Lego holiday special yeah. for like a while now. And we're back into Halloween. The last one that came out uh, was very sequel kind driven. of driven. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Now, this one is Darth Vader in like Mando. So it's kind of jumping all over the place. Of, of course, you know, when people think of spooky things in Star Wars, they think of the dark sides. Mm. So one episode is taking place in Mustafar. Mm. They are talking about a legend that revolves around Vader's castle. Again, nothing no, nothing really is truly canon in the Lego Holiday specials. 
But there are some things that I do consider canon. Uh, I think we all know what you consider canon. Well, if you know, then I don't need to say it. But I, <laughs> I will say that uh, that does look interesting, and I'm glad that we are getting more stories like that. And I think I honestly, I think kind of staying away from anything that's happening w with the sequels until the new Ray film comes out. Yeah, because that's kind of hard to say. Because I think there's a lot of speculation that like the Mandalorian and Ahsoka and all that stuff that's taking place between the end of the original trilogy and the start of the sequels is doing what the Clone Wars series did. Because the Clone Wars series saved the prequels. Yeah, yeah. bridged a lot of the gaps. Yeah. So yeah. I think that the shows that we're seeing now that take place in that time period are helping to bridge the gap. Yeah. So we might not see many sequel specific things mm. but i think we'll get hints well and we are a lot closer to the return of the jedi the end of return of the jedi than we are to the start of the force awakens right that's for for i guess like where the mando timeline is right oh now. Yeah, yeah yeah we're yeah. a lot closer to the end of return of the jedi so naturally yeah. we're probably going to see a lot more of the yeah. original trilogy characters we're slowly seeing stuff from the sequels yes. uh like, because in season two we got like the clone Senator tubes Ziono, yeah well, that was i guess ahsoka but that's yep. kind of resistance and that's the yep. same era and all that stuff we also got the praetorian guards at yes. the end of season three yeah. seeing that was um, amazing was cool. i love the lineup it was pause fizzla go like that but at the yeah. same time it was awesome to kind of see the praetorian guards introduced yeah. in that way kind of a true warrior's death yeah yeah oh man but yeah uh <laughs> and then we also have I, I, I'm leading up to possible release date for Skeleton Crew, but there's one more big thing that I did want to talk about, which is um, they are introducing different characters from the High Republic novels into the Young Jedi Adventures, which takes place during the High Republic. Have mm -hmm. you guys watched any of, of that? I mean, it's a kid's show. It's, okay, I was just going to say, is that a kid's show? Yeah. But when you say it's a kid's show, I hear people say it's of the Clone Wars, and I'm like, oh. Uh, I, okay, okay, okay. This Here's one specifically is, is a kid's yes. show. Though. Here's the no, thing. Yes. A kid's show and Clone Wars, a kid's show, are two very different things. Yes, yes that's true. This is actually a kid's show. This is on Disney Junior as well. So right, Clone Wars. Clone Wars was never was a kid's <laughs> Clone Wars was an animated show that you would think is for kids. But it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's dark. Yes. Uh, especially scenes after like Savage oppressed with throws lightsaber and decapitate like yeah. six the black sun in the yeah. underworld and and people are like yeah it's a kids show. It's yeah. okay. Yes. Just pointing to the episode where you see Darth Maul again and he's that big scorpion robot thing. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. horrifying and yeah. I'm a grown adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I again. I, I love seeing the weirder side of Star Wars, and I think Ahsoka was that. Um, that was definitely a Dave Filoni project because Dave Filoni liked to bring out the weird side of Star Wars and the Clone Wars and Rebels and all yeah. that, and that definitely showed in in the Ahsoka TV show. I loved mm. seeing the witches, and I want more of them. I think we'll get more of them. Oh yeah, because they went back to Dathomir, and at, at, at that point in my the mind, right, right. So I'm just like, if they're going back to Dathomir. Nice sisters. That would be a great way to bring Marin from mm. from Survivor yeah. and Fallen Order because yeah. it's like, hey, we have the nice sisters on the dark side. Why, what, why don't we bring her into the fight with Cal Kestis, which we all want? Yep. 
we can only hope they're not on Tantalor at that point. Yeah, because at that point, we don't know what has happened in the third game yet. Yeah. My guess is probably get the game maybe like in two years. So probably like in 2025. I'd say that's a safe bet. Probably around the same time as Star Celebration in Japan. And they'll probably hype up the game again. And they'll they'll do all the promotions like at that. Yeah. At that convention. That would be sweet, man. And I hope there's one neon sign written in Arabesh that says milk. You were just called out on that too. (laughs) (laughs) I, okay. So somebody said that it only happened once, which I mean. That's not true. It's understandable because you don't really pay attention to all the Arabesh in the background because not many people read it. Yeah. Um, A friend of mine that I got to meet at Celebration, Bucky, uh, their whole TikTok account, um, most of the videos on there are just translating Arabesh from different parts of Star Wars. Um, Apparently, the Arabesh in the Star Wars Lego game is hilarious. Yes. Yeah. It's just a bunch of like roasting jokes i'm trying yeah. to remember so, when those popped up throughout the game because weren't those like after you beat a level or something like that they'd pop up there's some during the boss fights too the, it was the boss fights that's Be, what it was uh because there was one roasting general grievous of yes. of, of where it's like he's obsessed with lightsabers yeah. and he's not a force wheeler or and it, it was just those type of jokes didn't anakin and, say daddy issues or something yes. like yes. that? yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's cool i am now determined to go through Star Wars visual media and read all of the neon signs in Arbesh and find how many times milk is appearing <laughs> on the screen. It is my favorite thing. Not all heroes wear capes. But they do like milk. Yes. Yes, they do. Don't get me started on the great American uh, cheese conspiracy because I think that milk appearing in star wars like this is just the intergalactic version of the great american cheese conspiracy look it up if you don't know what i'm talking about i don't know about that you will be entertained (laughs) i don't know about that but okay one of our listeners says some people call anything animated a kid's show even though animation was originally created as entertainment for adults yeah true that's very true and i i definitely have friends of mine that i still try to sell the clone wars to and when darth maul came back in the Clone Wars, I was probably in like fourth or fifth grade or something oh, like God, that. Oh, God, dude, I feel old, man. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, well, I was doing this to David and James the other day, so I guess that's kind of my thing. Is, yeah. But anyway, um, I was telling my buddies, like, guys, Darth Maul's back. He, he didn't die. And like, what are you talking about? He got cut in half. I'm like, dude, it's in the Clone Wars. But that's animated. That doesn't count. And I, mm, I, have, I have a lot of words for that. Oh, now. you sweet summer child. <laughs> uh, it's very interesting because... Back in the day, a lot of people didn't really consider. I mean, some some people didn't consider the Clone Wars canon, and and, and at that point, the, there was Force Unleashed and all those other games. And they were like, "Well, if Clone Wars is canon, then then the Force Unleashed has to be canon." But that doesn't make sense because uh, Star Killer is so OP and and like all this stuff. And and then Disney got the rights. Yeah, and from there it went from to not canon to canon with the clone wars and then yeah. people are like okay so darth maul did survive he is alive but his end in canon is different than his end in legends yes because vader kills him in legends right yes yeah um in that comic series right that was supposed to happen i believe originally at the end of season two for rebels i think the intention was for vader to kill maul but then yeah. they, they brought out his yeah. poetic ending and i think we all love that and you're in the process of watching star wars rebels right i have not started <sighs> Wow. Why is it because it's animated? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I just haven't had time to. Did you watch the original 2D Clone Wars? Yes. No. There's a theory behind that being the actual canon Clone Wars to this day, and that the Clone Wars show that we have seen is propaganda because of Tom <laughs> Kane's narration at the beginning of every yeah. episode. I don't know if that's... That's an interesting theory. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. I've heard one person say that, so maybe. Something else is that not that many people have watched the four-hour supercut of Revenge of the Sith. Zach is one of them. Yeah. And, and yeah, which... So, is that Revenge of the Sith with Clone Wars yes. content cut into it? Yes. yes. Including oh, re... Yep. Battle of Coruscant. Oh, so it's everything. And, yes. and uh, remastered and restored deleted scenes yes. as well. You can tell when they're deleted because they're just a little fuzzy, but they, they do... It's justice. really it, good. It works. It's really, it, it really works. good. And I want to add the bit of Tales of the Jedi when Ahsoka's at Padme's funeral. Yeah. Like that That needs... I mean, this yeah. came out like May 5, 2020. Yep. I just... I, I don't know why I remember, I remember that. that. But yeah and then tales of the jedi came out and i'm like ooh, there's more you could add and obviously you know you could add the bad batch stuff you could add all kinds of order 66 scenes from across all star wars media but then it so appears it becomes everywhere a it's wait everywhere yes. wait you did watch it though me right yeah i thought you watched it because of i felt like sam and i d did a commentary when sam was in the podcast no you weren't there mm -mm. i swear you were there i was i did a couple commentaries on clone wars episodes oh okay mm. okay on yeah. our patreon okay Patreon. Uh yeah, because of um man, there is there's so I love that cut and I still watch it to this day. To yes. me, that's like tra like tradition on Star Wars Day. Like, that's what like, I do. Like is that's the exactly it. Yeah, what I do. It, it, it's so good. Did we just Group watch party. Yes. And including the Ewok movies, because you haven't seen those yet. I haven't seen the Ewok movies or the holiday special. I feel like we tried watching the holiday special with a couple of our friends from the Bible first. Um, and then... So in the quarantines, when we were still in lockdown, the times. I the we did a like FaceTime with a bunch of people from our garrison and base. Yeah. And somebody put on the holiday special. put on the holiday special. <laughs> But I don't think the audio was playing, okay, and they nice. were just fast forwarding to different clips. It was, yeah. So I didn't get any. <laughs> I'm sure the story doesn't really make sense, but I didn't get any of the so, story. So, so here's the thing: I I thought it was hilarious of when Disney was like, "Hey, you know, the holiday special is not the greatest, but yeah, we are gonna." include it here and there in some of the new canon and then last year at galaxy's edge everyone was just like coming in dressed up some people were wearing the life day robes they actually uh sold some of the some of the life day robe snuggies i i, I got one uh, i was so excited about surprised. that and uh and then they were selling like the life day orbs and stuff yeah. like that and then at the end of the night there was a big giant life day picture in front of the falcon wow. so and, what i'm hearing is that despite George Lucas's best attempts, the holiday special is canon. Of what you're saying is true. Yeah. From, from a certain point of view. I I, think you now, I need to get, now I need a supercut of all the times you say that. Yeah. Compilation. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I think you should prioritize watching those before Rebels. She, she was forced ghosting you guys, is what someone said. Um, yeah, no. Uh, you can find the supercut on... It's on Reddit still, right? It might have been taken down. Okay. Because when I was downloading it, like I got it downloaded to my computer and then I think it got 
yeah taken down i saved somewhere. everything yeah yeah um they, I, I sell it on uh flash drive copies off the record uh you shouldn't yeah no i'm just kidding. don't say that i'm just loud. kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm not smart enough to transfer yeah. files you yeah, know uh they also had like the extent of the cut of the phantom menace and and yeah. you know, attack of the clones on there as well i can't think of the user for the life of me but i can't either yeah um if, if there's another friend film coming out where where someone just made a cut of the obi-wan kenobi series and they made yep. it into like a movie and they added a bunch of things they animated a bunch of different things in there it's huh. it, it's been in the work in the works for almost two years now yeah um there's but, been slight updates here and there and yeah yeah absolutely yeah so i am looking forward to that yeah uh, but yeah no sometimes it's crazy but some some fan films i'm just like these these should be canon there is uh there is star wars a x-wing story have you seen that one where where it's it's like in it is in the bet it's the battle of coruscant but during the galactic civil war and mm. they're fighting through the city and there's star destroyers everywhere and then in the end it's the executor right yeah yeah that sounds right. it, it, it rises out of the planet and destroys the old senate building on coruscant and it rises up and then like launches into hyperspace and takes through it uh, looks like the timeline is between uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Huh. But yeah, no, those there's a lot of fan films out there that are fantastic. Yeah. No. You seemed very puzzled. No, I I'm going to say it. Oh, um, I was thinking. Oh no. I was listening to a I listen to podcasts while I'm at work and I was listening to and that's why we drink and okay uh it's supernatural and true crime stories. Okay. Uh and the last episode that I listened to the true crime one was about a serial killer and he got his start in movies with a star Wars fan film that was incredibly popular. Well, now I'm puzzled. I don't remember which one. I don't think oh, they ever said the name. You, you, you can't say that. And I don't not think have they said the, the name. Oh, man. Okay. They just said it because the podcast hosts, I don't think are into star Wars. So oh, I don't think they even okay. bothered getting the Fair name. Enough. I also found out Ed Kemper narrated star Wars audiobooks. And he was also a serial killer. Mm, that's terrifying. Yikes. I mean, hey, spooky it's, season. Yeah, it's Halloween. But they have since been re-recorded. So that those are old. So hmm. feel free to listen to the audiobooks. Okay. <laughs> oh. Uh yeah, so kind of steering away from that. Anyway, skeleton crew. Skeleton crew, January twenty-fourth, twenty twenty-four. That is, is that a rumor or is that confirmed? That is the alleged release date okay. um that uh so every time a show comes out there's something called copyright and then they have to like an, like yeah. announce like the like the actual um like release date sif i can't say the name of it for the life of me sif nasus Right. Synopsis. Synopsis. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. see, I can't talk. Uh, but they released that of the show pretty much. And basically, it's these kids that kind of go out on their own, explore their home, but they realize that their home is not as safe as they thought it was. And then they get lost in space and they run into some very interesting characters. One of them is a force wheeler played by Jude Law and so on and so forth. And one of them will be Hondo. Hope, I'm, I'm, t- I'm, I'm telling you, I'm hoping so because... We've already got a pirate character in there, which is Vane, which we briefly saw in in Mandalorian yeah. season three. What is funny about that? I'm so sorry. I totally forgot that there was a pirate named Vane yes. in Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. Because 
I pizza actually, pizza the hut, but it was his brother salad the hut. Salad the hut. Yeah. I <laughs> I had to actually pause it when they said his name was Vane and he was a pirate. Yeah. Because Vane is a historical pirate figure. Yeah. Charles Vane. He sailed with Anne Bonnie and Calico Jack Rackham. There, well, there were a lot of pirate, like actual pirate references, like when they showed up, because you had that one uh, alien that looked like uh, Smee from from Peter Pan, <laughs> because if he had like the white and blue like shirt on, yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and he also had had like some type of like red beanie on too. Yeah, so, I yeah. as soon as they said that his name was Vane, I was like, ooh, are we gonna meet like Calico Jack or an Anne Bonnie or Mary Reed? I'm a I'm a pirate buff. I like pirates. I mean, as <laughs> as seen when I was talking about Ray Stevenson uh, in Ahsoka, how his performance reminded me so much of his performance in Black Sails as Blackbeard. Oh, okay. So I'd love to see pirates in Star Wars in live action. I mean, some some people do say that uh, the Hondo Onaka is the Jack Sparrow of Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. tracks. Where's his jar of dirt? That's a good question. Mm. I don't know. We haven't seen it yet. No. What do you think's up? inside it? <laughs> Ooh. Oh man, spice. But yeah, ah uh, man, no. There's a. It's tragic that we're not getting it this year, but it's nice that most likely we're still going to be getting a lot of Star Wars next year because we got that. We got Skeleton Crew. We got Acolyte. We got Outlaws. Andor season two, Bad Batch season three, mm-hmm. and Tales of the Jedi. Did I say Tales of the Jedi? No. Oh, yeah. Tales of the Jedi season two, which we still don't know what exactly is happening with that. Yeah. What story could that be? I would love to see maybe a younger Balin and then his kind of story leading yeah. up to what we see in Ahsoka. I'd I like think. to see him meet Anakin or just talk to Anakin or, yeah, I don't know. Get Matt Lancer back. I know you guys have him in your back pocket. Disney. <laughs> He's ready to go, but yeah, I, I can never get enough of hearing Matt Lancer's voice. Absolutely. Someone had a great idea and I think we should totally do this. Let's do a quick rankings of because there's so many Star Wars projects now. Let's just do the the Skywalker saga of the complete rankings. Like we'll start with one and yeah. like like the Phantom Menace and then no e- spinoff movies. No spinoff. Okay, movies. just one through nine. Yeah. Cool. And then we just kind of, you know, cool. say our rankings. Yeah. And then we a quick kind of summary of why we think it's there. Okay. Okay. Cool. okay. All right. The Phantom Menace. Zach, we'll start with you. Man, I mean, I feel like it depends on, like, the day for me, but I'd put The Phantom Menace probably at number four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, I don't know if I can do, like, specific numbers, but I can say, like, a top three, middle three, bottom three. Okay. I think Phantom Menace is in my top three just because I love Naboo. Okay. And I love seeing Naboo in the culture and everything. Yeah. Um, also, not going to lie, The Handmaidens. After reading the E.K. Johnson Queen's Hands trilogy, it adds so much more to that movie. Okay. So I really like I really like that one. That was probably up in my top. Okay. It is a good one. Probably out of all all of nine movies of, of the original, I'm probably going to give it like a... I will put it four in my ranking, but I actually meant like out of from a scale from one to ten. Oh, what we oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't explain. Okay. That. All right. Okay. So cool. we don't have to put these things in order. No, because okay. that would take forever. Yeah. I don't have that okay. kind of memory. That's a, well, yeah. I would not give it a four out of a ten. Yeah. I'd give it a good eight, a hearty eight. Solid eight. Because okay. I was the 
target age for it of being negative one years old when it came out. I was going to say you were already no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, I guess when the re-release came out in 2011, <laughs> I was the target age for it. Okay, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. No, I, I I loved it. I never saw anything wrong with that movie until I discovered <laughs> the powers of the internet. Okay. Because I was a wee little okay. lad. Eight. Solid eight. All right. I think I'd have to go with eight as well. Eight as well? Okay, yeah. Because yeah, it does have its problems. It's got consistency. Yeah. It's good. I don't mind Jar Jar. It's the animation of him mm. that I don't like. They were testing things out. I know. I know. Yeah. It's I, I. We love you. You got to yeah. give it grace because of the time period. Yes. The yes. technology wasn't advanced. But as a character, I don't. I don't hate him as much as like so many other people. Like always, super annoying. Like mm. I understand he's annoying, but it's more the visual for me that I didn't like. I mean, George George Lucas did say he he was the key to all. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, also, yeah. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I don't like, in The Phantom Menace, how Anakin is so overpowered. He is nine years old. He wins the boon to Eve miraculously. He's never finished a race before. Hold up, miraculously. And then he flies into space... And blows up a space station, even though he just won the boon to Eve. He's not that good at flying. He's nine years old. He's nine. But he's good at spinning. He's good at spinning. He's nine years old. Yeah. He's force sensitive. He's that, the chosen one. That can't be the excuse for everything. You can't put logic into Star Wars. It's true. You can't do it. Tell that to all the people who hate Ray. That's a fine point, actually, because Ray did the exact same thing. She didn't have any force training or anything, and she beat Kylo in a fight. It's it's, well, it's just like here's the thing with that specifically. Ray grew up on Jakku alone from a very young age, okay. and she only had her staff to protect her. She's been fighting with a stick her whole life. Now you give her a stick that has a laser on the end. She can still fight with that. Yeah. So she's not trained to go against somebody like Kylo, yeah. but she can still put up a fight. Well, and he got shot with the bowcaster, but yes, I mean, he is also in pain. Traitor! Also, <laughs> he is not trying to kill her. So he's not trying to kill her. Yeah. So he's in a sense going easy on her. Well, he wanted his Vader fanboy mm -hmm. memorabilia and couldn't get the light, the lightsaber. Cause we got like the sword and the stone analogy a little bit. Yeah. He's yeah, reaching, true. he's reaching, and then it wiggles, and then shoo, flies right past him, and there's got to be a reason she has it, right? I mean. Anakin Skywalker was the chosen one. Okay, but that can't be a band-aid for everything. But he was. <laughs> <laughs> you, it, it's, it, listen, it was written, all right? Think of, think of George Lucas as the writer of the Bible, right? Whoa. So, so, so he... <laughs> So that's a tall order. Well, well, okay, I'm pausing you on that one because <laughs> the force has been said to be an an analogy of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And Anakin <laughs> Anakin was born without a father. He, it he was, was created so, so with Jesus. It was immaculate conception and so was Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 slightly uncomfy. Anyway, continuing. But uncomfy. well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We talked about this last week. This is movie number one, by the way. We yes. still have. Yes, <laughs> Colin, what do you think? <laughs> we still have eight. Well, I'm, 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 I'm getting there. I know. There. We talked last week about the chosen one prophecy. Yes, we did. Because in episode three, you said that they said the prophecy could have been wrong. Yes, could have been. 
So but... there's always the chance that Anakin wasn't the chosen one. We don't know for sure. It's not written in stone anymore. I'm telling you, if if they explain that in the new film coming out with James Marigold, Dawn of the Jedi, that that's just like a working title I'm coming up with uh, because of that's like one. the um that's like the age of what, yeah. where the film's gonna be taking place. But if they explain the chosen one prophecy, because the only person that actually knows like really what the chosen prophecy is is george lucas and dave filoni it's just like how george knows the origin of yo of where yoda's from and but they won't he share the, but and, and they that. won't share and they're not going to add that into canon because it adds to the mystery yes so we need a little bit of mystery. right not every question has to be answered and so yes yeah, that's that as a yeah. fan. that's why i kind of like <laughs> that we don't know about the chosen one because it could be anakin it could not be right i know it it adds the mystery. It does. It's Max Rebo. I mean, he's yeah. <laughs> he is very powerful, but I think at nine years old, blowing up a spaceship when he's bit he. All right, hold up. Let's let's. He put never this left into, the planet. Think about it this way: Have you ever played the Lego Star Wars level with the pod racing? If that kid driving the ship through that level, like, can make it through that level. You could blow up a space station easy. That's like the hardest level in any video game ever. Uh, oh, l l like of, of, of the original. Lego yeah, Star sorry. Wars. The yeah. original like Lego Star Wars one or complete saga. It's yeah, yeah. Level either way. but She doesn't get that because she's not a gamer. No, that's okay. <laughs> but he was nine. Yeah. Have you met a nine year old? As a former nine year old. That, that's second grade. <laughs> yeah. You Wait, can't well, put no, logic no, into Star grade. Wars. <laughs> that's third grade. You can't put logic into Star Wars. Chime I'm off in the comments. Was Anakin a little too strong at nine years old? Someone said that Kenobi was the chosen one. Oh boy. Okay. Anyways, here's <laughs> here's my ranking of, okay, of, of episode one. And yes. I'll make it, you know, more short and brief than my other co-host over here. It's got the lightsaber fights between Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, and Darth Maul. That changed the way that, that we look at lightsaber fighting. Yeah. It was a great way to to introduce the quotations be, because now it's like it's no longer the prime of the jedi but back then it was the prime of the jedi so we are seeing jedi being jedi fighting full hardcore um and it was awesome and the whole duel of fates of the song the fight everything it, it had a it had a larger meaning than what yeah. it actually meant and i love that pot racing was a big hit for me too i love that you know it didn't really um have a big plot point in the movie it was just there and the main thing about it was if anakin loses they don't get the part um for the ship but george added in there and it was like this is sick it's like nascar but yeah. with but with you know star wars but i love no. how the crowd was actually just multicolored q-tips Yes. For yep. filming. Yes. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah. I do like that as well. So, no, I really enjoyed it, and I loved how it did add more uh, – it did add more mystery to Star Wars and, and like, of, of how Palpatine came to be. And then probably one of the coolest music things ever is at the end of The Phantom Menace, you hear the Gungan – yeah right the celebration music. but if you slow down it's it's the emperor's theme i never knew that yeah yeah, yeah. wow but if you slow down yeah yeah 
whole new layer to things. Yes. Also, wow. the it's Phantom, so cool. The Phantom Menace has Padme's six thousand dollar dress <laughs> that was operated with a car battery. Whoa! Really? The throne room gown, the little oh, lights yeah. in the in yeah. the skirt, powered by a car battery. That's cool. Did she have to stand on a stool like to get that thing to like touch the floor? Was that like fitted for her to stand like I normally? Don't... No, she was fitted. It was fitted to stand normally. I think it was a cord running to it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's my guess. I haven't seen photos. That's so cool. But um, episode two. Hmm. I mean, I can I can state mine with episode two right now. It's a zero. Really? Huh. Yeah, I really don't like episode two. Like how Anakin doesn't like sand. Uh, <laughs> I'm giving so I'm probably gonna give that movie probably six. Yeah, I was gonna say this is where things get controversial. Like I might six. give it a six or a seven, probably a six. Six. Based on that look, I'll go with six. Six. Yeah. Yeah, I just. Padme feels very inconsistent to me mm. in that one. Um, it's it's a it's like no, I don't love you, but I love you. I know it just she keeps going back and forth, and it it doesn't. It seems a little out of character for her to me. Um, mm. Like once she falls in love with with Anakin, she gets more of a consistency again. Yeah, but I don't know because she's. I mean, Anakin does not stop looking at her. <laughs> And she says, stop, you're making me uncomfortable. Is that when he touches her arm? No, that was when she was shoulder. packing to leave. Oh, yeah, yes. Um, and at that moment when she says that, it cuts to Dorme in the background helping her pack, and she just, like, smirks. So, hmm. I, yeah. I feel like, I don't know, I, I really... I don't like the development of Anakin and Padme's relationship in Attack of the Clones. Okay. It feels weird. It feels unnatural. It feels forced. Hmm. Forced. Nah, forced. Nice. But. Huh. Huh. Okay. I. I honestly just get through it because I always want to hear the seismic charge from. Dude. From boba fett's starship because twitch twitch because we can't say slave one anymore oh mm. yeah it's no longer can does, does it have a new name boba fett starship yeah well that's stupid it is a little yeah um, como se dice silly yeah. um it should have a name yeah um the seismic charge dropper his and his like actual class of ship is the fire sprayer, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's crazy because when you say seismic charge, I guess when my dad bought a surround sound system for our house when I was oh, growing it's up, so good. The sales guy was like, "Hey, kids, you like Star Wars? We're all under ten. We're like, yeah, me and my brothers and and he plays the seismic charge sound from Attack of the Clones. Yep. to sell the surround sound. And yep. that was a shut up and take my money moment right there for <laughs> yeah. my dad. But yeah, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I'm that I I. Keep it as short. Cool. That was mine yeah. on yeah. episode two. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it's that, and then for me, just the giant, um, the giant arena fight. We'll be like all the Jedi, and yeah, and and just seeing these characters that we saw in the beginning of the film, like Kit Fisto and them, like yeah. barely having any lines, and and then yeah. all all of a sudden, Kit Fisto is doing his he's thing. Smile. He's smiling. He's he's just 
Yeah. Taking down droids. Beautiful. What I do like about that movie, specifically in the Genos battle scene, is when they're handcuffed to that post, as they're going to be hooked to that, Padme pulls out a bobby pin from her hair. Space bobby pin. Yeah. And that's what she uses to unlock the handcuffs. Yeah. She seems to be on top of things. Just <laughs> let the women do the work. Yeah. Mm. So, okay, now, she also fell mm. pretty far and landed on that beast that Anakin tamed. I was about to ask, can you guys name all those creatures? Because no. I, 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 I was able to at one point. And then... I can't believe it's still implanted in my memory, but there's the Reek, um, which is the giant, like, spider no, that is an Eclay. The uh, the uh, Reeks the giant uh, rhino creature. Yeah, yeah. And then you have the you have the Nexu, which is the wolf creature. Which you have to fight a bunch of them in the in the Django Fett game called. Yeah, I just downloaded that on my yeah. PlayStation. Called Bounty Hunter. Yeah, should give it a gander. Yeah, it's pretty good. Cool. But yeah, Attack of the Clones. All right, here we go. Revenge of the Sith. 10, 11, 10, 12, uh, 100, 10,000 more all in advance. We, it's a great movie, Ray. Eight. I'm not a huge fan of the prequels. It's okay. One of your favorite characters is from the prequels. I know. Hmm. I can like it and acknowledge the flaws. Yeah, I can respect that. I mean, it's not for everybody, but I'm 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 really scared to ask you of what you think the flaws are in episode three. Let's talk. About no, I'm talking about first. the yeah. the prequel trilogy okay. as a whole. Yeah. Okay. I'm but... not a fan of the prequels, even though I love Padme and Sabe and all the handmaidens. Hmm. What are your flaws for episode three, though? I don't know. Just general prequel inconsistencies. Okay. Right. Also, yeah. Anakin's a little whiny all the time. But so was Luke. It's a gen. I think it's. I think it's a family trait. Go to the Tashi station and pick up some power converters. He he. Okay, and Luke's That's defense. He like definitely gets that from his dad. <laughs> it's, but it's a it's a genetic trait because some it skipped a, it skipped Leia and it went right into Ben. Twins. It it it, it, it went from Anakin it. to Luke to Ben, to ben Solo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really an in. Yeah. Just think about the opening scene, the Battle of Coruscant. Isn't that a perfect opening to a movie? Oh my gosh, guys. It's been years since I've seen it. Calm down. Okay, well, when we rewatch the four-hour cut, then... Okay. okay. <laughs> You're like, okay. See, now, there's okay. actually, I think, a four-hour cut that George Lucas had originally that's in the vault at Disney. Yeah, somewhere. that we haven't seen. Which Let's we'll go. probably never seen. There's also something that I that I love, but we never got to see either, is... Steven Steven Spielberg actually directed the um the scene of Order 66 and there's a whole other cut as well which is just more it's so violent it's so gruesome um Qu Quillen Voss is in it yeah you oh, we need more Quillen Voss yeah I know so yeah no there's a lot that that happens in that but yeah yeah I used to Ten. I used to call uh Revenge of the Sith a chick flick because it's kind of a story based on a relationship and then a bunch of people die at the end wow i hate to say it you're not wrong but you shouldn't say it no 
all right all right uh, it's out there now i can't retract it yeah i'm um, that guy now but i can't say you're wrong all right all right it's just weird <laughs> episode four new hope nine guys my brain is so small trying to remember all of these movies when i haven't seen them so in so long the you're on you're on a podcast <laughs> That's Star Wars specific. Right. I can't remember every detail. I yeah, have four, me either. I have four jobs. I have I work four jobs. If you care about something, you make time for it. I work four jobs to survive. I live in America. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Anyway. You're, also, you're writing for the film. <laughs> It's going to be pretty high. Um, probably like a nine. It set a standard that nobody like was looking for. Yeah. And just a random sci-fi movie in the 70s. Yeah. No, it, it, it changed the way that we look at film. It changed it the entire it changed industry. So George so Lucas was a pioneer. He found pioneers to work on this yes. film specifically. Watch the ILM documentary. Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, it's What's called it Light called? and Magic. So good. Yes. Okay, where can I find that? On Disney+. Plus. On Disney Plus. Okay. But I'll you got to watch the watch holiday that. special first. Uh, you know? It's not on there, though. The um the uh, holiday special isn't on there. There's oh, but, Yeah, George Lucas like tried to buy copies of that and yeah them away right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. tried to no nope. get it removed from no nope. it is all yeah mm. no it's... But you can never delete anything. no but you can find the whole holiday special on 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 youtube actually yeah. probably yeah, it's it's there and and then and then the same guy from reddit that made the super yeah. cut he he like turned that into 4k so like like he, he like did his I best shake his hand That's yeah incredible. it's just like wow but yeah um i yeah i i give the movie a 10 um, just because it changed the way that we look at film, and honestly, if the movie didn't happen, a lot of other movies probably would not exist. Yeah, today. yeah, a really good point with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm also realizing that not just with this, but anytime I have to rate something on a scale, I am very hesitant to do the extreme ends of a one or a ten. Okay. Or a zero. Yeah. See, I wasn't hesitant about that. No, no, you. <laughs> that weren't. was my decision. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Okay, these two blur together for me, and I have the, the right, two, and I have no idea why, but they blur together to me. What? Where does? Where does the episode five end? Uh, I think I'm having a heart attack. I I, I can't believe this. The home one, or is it not home one? It's like a. It ends with Luke just getting his cybernetic hand. And he puts his arm around Leia. Yeah, two and three people yes. right there, and the Millennium Falcon, piloted by Lando and Chewie, flies off. Yeah, and then you really don't remember Empire Strikes Back, right? No, that's the one with the no. I am your father. Yeah, I know that. Okay, good. I I, I, I would hope so. All right, I'm just making sure. Does that one open with Hoth or is that the Hoth? Okay, okay. And yeah, then the sixth one. What's it called? Return of the Jedi. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Final answer. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Um, 
What one does that open with? Tatooine. What, 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 hang on. We haven't done the Ranking Wars. Wars. Empire Strikes, Strikes Back yet. I yeah. am trying to differentiate in my brain. All right. I think I give Empire a 10. A 10? Okay. I mean, it's just, it's like the movie. Like, it just, I don't know. Like, to me, it I, I really enjoyed it because it dives deeper into the lore of the Force. Yes. And at the time, the like main thing that we really got about the force was through some novels and even the holiday specials like like <laughs> like so it was very cool to have a a puppet come yes. in and be this groundbreaking character that really yeah. was like oh my gosh yes it's a puppet but yeah this guy's wise Judge like me by he, my size do you yeah mm-hmm. and and there's so many great quotes yeah and there's so many life lessons just in the parts with yoda yeah and now he is one of the most iconic um characters of all time not yes. just in star wars but in in cinema yeah yes. as as soon as you hear someone talk backwards or go mm, yeah <laughs> like that people think oh yoda yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah i Guess think <laughs> I'm going to both make you feel real bad. The last time I watched them, I think I was in college and college was such a traumatic experience that I suppressed a lot of it. Mm-hmm. You and I are going to have to. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. We got to, we got to replace no, my no, memories. No, make l- them happy. L- 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 listen, I get it. Rebels. I get of, of, of you not watching all the way through Clone Wars I get but not remembering the foundation of what this whole series is about that's crazy if you remember I was not raised on Star Wars that is true I saw a trailer for The Force Awakens thought it looked cool that's true and cool. then watched the backlog yeah mm. I, did, I didn't grow up on this so I wasn't like watching it all the time yeah mm. I'm a big fan now, but what? Wait, so was Force Awakens like the first movie, like the first Star Wars movie you watched, or no? Right, I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, I want to see this, but I haven't seen any other Star Wars, so it's not going to make sense to me. And so my dad's like, well, then we got some homework to do, and so we sat down and watched all of them. Um, We borrowed them from a family friend. However, the Episode Two case was empty. Because it's so a gem I didn't, and he had to keep I it didn't see I didn't get to see episode two until after I saw and that's why you gave Awakens. it a zero. See <laughs> possibly I, I feel like from the very beginning. I feel like if you watched one, two, and then three, you like might have at least ranked it at least a number. Maybe you you you, you gave it a zero. I did. I'm not a fan of it. Oh, okay. So from what you do remember, what ranking would you give Empire Strikes Back? I think I'd give it a seven or eight. Seven or eight. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Cool. 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 All Hold right. On. I'm just gonna say real quick. I'm gonna give Attack of the Clones a six. I don't think I gave it a number, but I'm giving it a six. A six. Okay. Yeah. Did I think I said maybe we numbers? did say six. No. 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 Six. Maybe we yeah. agreed on six. Yeah. That's when I said things get controversial. Never mind. I'm blanking. Anyway, I think yes. our. I, I. I was gonna say we're I, on the same wavelength yes, for a lot y- of these. Yes, we are. I appreciate okay. that. Re- and then there's me in the middle. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. That's my favorite original trilogy movie. Like, okay. I, I don't know. Like, no matter what way you look at it with the original trilogy, I think they're all great in yeah. their own way. Um, I mean, the birth of the green lightsaber was in oh, dude, was sick. in Return of the Jedi. Yep. But if you look at the promo poster, that's 
there is a deleted scene in there where we actually see Luke building it, building it, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, sick!" I would, mm, I would probably give Return of the Jedi a nine. Solid I think nine. I would too. Yeah. yeah. Have we ever seen a lightsaber built in live action on screen? Uh, didn't Ezra do it? In he was uh, technically Ahsoka would, would count. Um, yeah, oh, but man. it was mostly assembled by the time we saw it on the screen. Uh, well, it was more bare than I think what we've seen lightsaber components before. Not on. Okay, so not in live action, but in, for example, Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Jedi Fallen Order, Jedi Survivor. Yeah, yep. You fully get to build your lightsaber. Okay. Well, in, in, I haven't in, in played those games because okay. I don't have gaming consoles. So. Yeah, okay. Well. Yeah, yeah, so those are a big, um, those are definitely um, some examples of, of them building a lightsaber. But yeah, besides Max Rebo, a, a lot of people will probably surprise it and give it a 10. It's just like Ray, she like, you know, didn't give a, uh, the Phantom Menace, you know, a 10, mm-hmm. even though her favorite character's in it. I, I really enjoyed the practical effects era of star wars which yeah. is four five and six yes and yeah. you get a little bit of that in the sequels but you have and in the new shows yes yes they're leaning more towards some practical which i yes. really love yeah and yeah, that's the like og practical yes. effects yes so i'm very i really enjoyed the i i enjoyed return of the jedi yeah i do you prefer the special edition or do you prefer the original? Like, I mean, the OG that was actually yeah, in the theater. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, they I thought both those older. weren't available anymore. Um, uh, depends on where you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because of well, well, so the I market of Star Wars. Uh, so I actually went to a screening uh, in Grand Rapids. Um, they were playing at one of the old theaters and. It was on a laser disc. It was one of the wow. original like copies. Well, of if it's the on theater. a laser disc, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so they put it in, and uh, I remember watching the the New Hope version. It was really interesting because that scene where Han and Chewie are going around the corner, and, and like Han's running with Z Eleven, and he's yelling like he's like, ah! and he's running in the corner, and yeah. then in the special editions, there's like. You know, hundreds of stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. He goes around the corner. There's six stormtroopers. Six and thirty half dozen. And I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Well, and Jabba the Hutt's a man, right? Yeah. Just a- well. So th- that one actually was like a big coat, like a dude that was the original plan. That was the original plan. They actually did film it, but they actually never made it okay. to the okay. yeah screen. But I'm remembering. That. Um, but. What was great about Return of the Jedi was the the original one had a lot of different things happening in Jabba's palace. Um, Psy Snoodles was a puppet. Max Rue was a puppet. All of those aliens were like, you know, clay and, 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 you know, silicone and all that stuff. But then you go to the special editions and half of the aliens so, in there are are animated yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. There's a DVD collection of the original trilogy. I think it was released in 2000 and 12, 11, 12. And I, I bought those at like a thrift store a couple months ago. And the, the special bonus discs has like the original. I the theatrical love cut. those. Yeah, no, yeah, it's great. I still got mine. Um, and s- s- something else that's great about that is on one of the special future discs, it does have um, the Rose Parade um, 
documentary about the 501st goes to the Rose Parade, and that's actually what got me in, into the 501st. Yeah. Oh, okay. Any chance that set is like a golden black box? Um, no, no. Okay, because that's the original that set. Hates? That no, um, I have it on DVD in a golden black box, but my version in of A New Hope has Jabba animated into it. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. And then they edit Harrison Ford walking over his tail. Yeah. So I I don't think I've rated Return of the Jedi yet. I I know I didn't like it as much as Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Um so I'd probably say like a seven, seven or eight. Okay. Which is I think what I did for Empire Strikes Back. Okay. I like this comment uh from one of our listeners. They said just because a person's favorite character isn't something wouldn't automatically automatically make it a 10 hence the holiday special even though it introduced boba fett because the first time we see boba fett is actually in the holiday special Mm. yeah and and something also about the holiday special as well is if we never got that we probably would have never gotten the mandalorian or the mythosaur yeah or mando's rifle yep i think Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. Or toys where kids choke on the projectile. Yep. Right? That was the thing? Boba Fett? Y- yeah, it was. Yeah. It, it was. No, no. It's I'm part laughing. of history. That's... <laughs> it got That's discontinued insane. because of that reason. <laughs> I love finding out why different toys are discontinued. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a weird um, But yeah, so Return of the Jedi, I am giving a solid nine. So, okay. Fast forward to a couple of years ago. 2015. Oh, yeah. Force Awakens. That I I before we get into the rating, I will say the hype for that Unreal. was incredible. Unreal. I remember watching Celebration Live and being like, I want to go to Celebration, and then I'm just seeing everything happening. And and th- then I, as I was watching the live streams, I was building the original Lego Cantina that like came out. Dude, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's got to be worth some coins. Oh my gosh, yeah, no, I loved that. So I was building that watching it and the trailer drops yeah and of 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 just the line of um the force is strong my family yeah um uh i have it my sister has it my father has it you know all that and then you have that power too and you just cut to poe in the x-wing going across the lake and i'm just like oh my god star wars is back let's go and then i just started a job at at uh i just started a job at a movie theater nice. so i was waiting nice. for that december because i knew the hype was going to be so real for yeah. it um but the i think the memories and everything for that movie helped me probably give it like of the ranking in the film because i had such a strong start i would probably give it a, a solid eight I was gonna say a seven or an eight. I mean, I yeah. I love the Force Awakens. Yeah, or I I still do like the Force Awakens. Like, yeah. not saying I don't love it anymore, but I I thought it was a really good starting point for the sequel trilogy. Yeah, and I thought I just loved it. It was good. For me, it's a nine. I think that's partly because it's what got me into Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it kind of has like a little special place in my heart. Um. And I just instantly fell in love with the character Ray. She was so dynamic and interesting and a lot of mystery. Yeah. I was so excited to I don't know. It was it was it, even though I wasn't raised on it, after catching up and watching the movies, 
it still in a way felt like I was returning home. Okay. Kind of like where you were meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of it's like true. We were home. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like I haven't been like waiting for this moment for like so long, like everybody else, but like I still kind of have that feeling. Hmm. It's the big thing about Star Wars that it really connects people. There are great franchises like you know, like the like uh, MCU and stuff like that. But Star Wars is just the, and I think we talked about this last week that the main theme throughout Star Wars is family. Yes. Um, and and I, yeah, yeah, family in a Corona. Yeah, what a space Corona. Um, <laughs> but no, all found family. Yeah, and that is just being in a theater, seeing it on the big screen with a bunch of people, and you, I think working at a movie theater. Yeah. was also a very fun time because i got to see it early and then i got you know i i got done with it but then i would be in the lobby waiting to hear the reactions mm-hmm. and the sad one of when han dies of 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 like i was getting tortured every like every other hour because i would hear that and then you would hear everyone in the theater go no Oh, oh, no. Like every hour, and oh, I would man. just be sitting there, like I don't want to suffer through yeah. this again. No, uh, you can't so, escape it. Yeah, um, but yeah, no. I, I, man, I loved. Um, I, I really do enjoy Force Awakens, and I think I had a strong start. Yeah, but now we fast forward a couple of years after that, the Last Jedi, two. Maybe a three. I go back and forth on it. Because it's very different. Not just from that trilogy, but from the Skywalker saga as a whole. Yeah. But also just because it's different doesn't automatically make it bad. It's true. I think a lot of the issues people had with it is it was just too different. Which is totally fair. Um. It was also really long. It was. I remember I saw it in theater twice. And I remember by the time we get to the Holdo maneuver, I Uh, thought it was wrapping up at that point. And like, we still got the whole last act. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I thought that was like our like closing incident. Admiral Akbar was robbed. Yeah. Yep. He was robbed. I was so mad. Yeah. (laughs) I was so mad. Oh, Oh, man. Uh, I'm also, I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's a hindsight thing, but I am very very sad we did not get more of Leia in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, Carrie Fisher filmed all her scenes for that before her passing. I believe. Yeah, everything yes. that yes. was intended for her to be yeah. in. Yeah. They. So I mean, and I know we're kind of jumping the gun of we're talking about episode nine, but I but no, you of are. what they. Of what they kind of brought over from what she filmed in Force Awakens yeah. and to rise, like at some moments it did feel like, oh, like you can tell it's kind of pre recorded, but at the same time, like it, it, it fit. Yeah. And in some of yeah, the scenes, you can of where, tell like, it, it, was, fit. it was pre recorded and they wrote the script around what audio they had of yeah. her. Yeah. But I didn't care. No, no, I, I, I didn't. I care. was getting to see Leia again after yeah. we had lost Carrie. And I didn't care that the dialogue was a little rough with her scenes. It just 
It was good to see her. It was it, amazing. Yeah, it was. I yeah, I loved it. So for me, the last Jedi, I'm gonna have to give it, which this may surprise Zach and maybe a couple other people, but I'm gonna give it a four. I'm not gonna give it a one or a two or a or like a zero. And the reason why is because there are some elements of the last Jedi that I do like. Yeah, in here. Yeah, yeah. I I actually really enjoyed crate i thought crate was a beautiful planet every time i would go on star tours i would hope i would get that yeah. planet um and, and including in the in and the new stars battlefront 2 that's one of my favorite maps of just seeing yeah just seeing the red crystal dust i mean like of the salt that was very, yeah. come up. very unique so cool yeah so cool and that movie um is just visually stunning the holdo maneuver was actually pretty cool i wish it was akbar but it, it was insane in theaters because the audio just cuts it was oh, quiet. It, yeah Super it quiet. is dead quiet and it's yeah. it's like it shocks you yeah it was it looked stunning visually yeah like it looks like really it, really cool it's one of those moments where it pulls you out of the movie but in a good way like you don't ever want to be pulled out from the movie yeah but that did it to you in a good way it was like it was like it kind of like forced you back in your seat. Yeah. One of the listeners says Ryan Johnson uh, could have done a solid Star Wars movie. Uh, he just shouldn't have have done it in the main Skywalker saga. And mm -hmm. that's something that um, that was actually in the in the works. And it's it's still like you know it's kind of there. But that Ryan Johnson doing his own trilogy, honestly. Brian Johnson did not do anything with any of the main characters, anything with Skywalker saga. I think the movie would be fantastic. His, I, I, I'm a fan of, of, of him as a director, but when you're doing something with star Wars and there was a fine blueprint where characters have been established for over 40 years, yeah. a timeline has been established for 40 years. You can't branch off and do your own thing of yeah. where you kind of, rewrite characters well and the higher ups at disney weren't 100 sure what they wanted to do right you know with the story and that was part of it as well, well it's not well all of that branched off when they gave ryan johnson free reign that sure, was sure. the big thing and yeah you and you realize that when you find out that of what the original script for episode nine was, which is kind of a good segue to, to get into episode <laughs> nine. Um, because the original script was Duel of Fates, and most of the film was supposed to take place in Coruscant. Yeah. Um, and Hux does the thing, yeah. Um, with Mace Windu's lightsaber, yes, yeah. yeah. R2 dies, yep. I have that script on my computer, but I have not read it. Read it. I, yeah, I gotta yeah. get around to reading it. It's, it. it's very interesting. It did have a lot of scenes with Leia. Um, and that was one big thing that, that they, had, they had to change. But then also because Ryan Johnson did his own thing with The Last Jedi, that changed the course of what episode nine was going to be. So the only remaining thing from Colin Trevorrow's script is actually at Galaxy's Edge. And it is the uh, TIE Echelon, which is like a First Order gunship that is in the First Order courtyard. That is from his script. Other than that, hmm. huh? yeah. Wow. I don't think I gave a number to The Last Jedi. I would give it a 5-6. Okay. All right. It's respectful. Okay. Cool. All right. Episode 9. I think the hype for, for, for Episode 9 was actually pretty great as well. I think the hype was good, but I was a little nervous. Okay. Um, I guess just for me personally. Did I enjoy it? Yeah. I saw it on IMAX opening night. and um, Excuse me. Go. But mm. 
I did like it a lot. Um, visually stunning opening scene, Mustafar. Like, I looked at it from the ship's view, Kylo Ren's ship's view when it's coming yeah. in, and I'm like, is that Mustafar? Right, yeah. Like, no, I, I wasn't sure. I thought that too, but then I saw the trees, and and then I'm like, like oh, oh right, right. There's so, nothing living on Mustafar. And yeah. then in the novelization of the movie, it goes more into that scene a little bit, yada, 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 and there's yeah. some cool stuff. But I'd probably give The Rise of Skywalker a six. Maybe yeah, a six. A six, okay. A six. I, I think one thing that I would have changed, which is something that you could actually look at in the Rise of Skywalker art book, and the opening was going to um, have Mustafar, but also uh, happen in Coruscant, and yeah. Kylo would go to like the old Jedi Temple, yes. and, and 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 it's run out. There are these giant space wolves there that are not loth wolves but like it's it's like its own thing and yeah. you're like well what's going on he goes to the jedi temple he goes in there right he presses a button to go down an elevator the jedi temple was built on top of an old sith temple yeah that would have been amazing and i'm yeah. like i'm like jj Abrams, you had it right there why didn't you do it why why like why not? It was right there. It was right there. That would have been so mind blowing. We need yeah. to be going up, not down. And that also would have made so much sense too, just because of how corrupt the Jedi were in the prequels. Yeah. Because at the time we didn't have the High Republic, so that would have made so much sense of of, of being like I'm not saying like it, it would be like Hydra and Shield or anything like in mm. in in the MCU, but of of where like Sith are among the Jedi, but more of you could feel the essence of the dark side in there. And that's why the Jedi were corrupt in the end of just kind of being the pawns of the Senate and everything. Think how cool that would have been. Yeah. That would also, that would also probably make something in the prequels make a little more sense. Yes. Um, Because one thing that I cannot get over is that help team Sidious he was the head of the Sith. He also was Chancellor. Yes. He was fighting a war. He started a war to get control of a world he already had control of. It's the Pixar dude playing chess. The meat. With himself. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which is the board. Why did um, he do it? He already had control. Did he had you to make it believable? Did, did you guys read the Darth Plagueis? Um, no, I have the, not. the old novel. I know some plot points. Okay, but... so something I oh man, it's it's crazy. So if you haven't looked into it, I will talk about it really quick. There is a part in there where um, we all know like the the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise, right? Okay, yes. cool. So have you ever heard it? Darth Plagueis was the Dark Lord of the Sith. No, um, it's a Sith legend. No, he. It goes into deep description of how Sheev Palpatine kills Darth Plagueis. And that was and the night before he, after he got elected, right? Yes. Yeah. And so, so this is happening during the events of the Phantom Menace. Yep. And Palpatine pretty much gets him drunk, where he where Plagueis gets very weak because of like you know. You know, of, of 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 all the side effects, and then he just Palpatine just does the lightning crap to him a lot, and and it's just it's so descriptive in, in the novel, and it's so terrifying. Is that canon? Well, no, no. Ah, oh, dang it. Yeah, maybe someday. 
but not today. I, I, I mean, with Acolyte, to me, that show is going to lead into what happens to the Phantom Menace. Cool. So if, if if at the end of the show that leads into, you know, I'm I'm Darth Plagueis. Hi, <laughs> I'm I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine it has with to that. And exactly like that. Because oh yeah, just, hi, hi, I'm Darth Plagueis. Hi, by George Lucas. Hi. Yeah. Do, do, do. No, but um, no, no. I need Andrew Scott to play him and just come out of the corner and just be like, "Hi, <laughs> I'm Darth Plagueis. I gave you my number. Thought you might call." <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, no. Um, and then we didn't get Darth Plagueis in the sequels, even though a lot of people thought Snoke at the time was uh, was Darth Plagueis as well. And then that went to complete crap because he gets killed halfway through the last jedi yeah. i remember that scene too and and i just remember everyone in the video was just like are you what? kidding me <laughs> are you kidding me? we we've had these theories since 2015 yeah and you're just gonna just yeah. no nope. nothing yep. he, he was a clone in a tube yeah. oh come on um but yeah mm. but yeah i would give Man, this is a very long description of my rating for Rise of Skywalker. Probably Rise of Skywalker. I will probably give it a six. Same. Yeah. Because um, it's kind of weird but in a, um, that the sequel trilogy has a special place in my heart just because of I worked at Galaxy's Edge and that was the timeline. Of yeah. Mm -hmm. So yep. of seeing seeing these characters and it's um, a heavy influence. yeah, it's it, it's fantastic. And again, it's okay that you like a project of Star Wars, but someone else doesn't. Right, like that's all right. Just let it be. Don't go after that person because that person um, likes the Last Jedi and you don't. Because yeah. that yeah. that happened a lot during the early days of when the movie came out. We're like, you you can't like the Last Jedi. If you like it, you're not a true Star Wars fan. And I'm like, no, it, it's okay. It's not like a project. It's, if it's you like Star Wars, you're a true Star Wars fan. Yeah. Period. Yeah. So hmm. I want you to give your number before I talk more. <laughs> Man, five, five, five. Skywalker. Okay. Five. What I liked the most about Rise of Skywalker is two parts. I love how they gave Leia her ending. I think just her reaching out through the Force and then just becoming like becoming one with the Force. Yeah. It, it was very beautiful. Yeah. Also, um, I got a little choked up when I saw because. Leia looks kind of weak and like is walked off. Yeah. And it's Billy who's walking her off. Yeah. Um, and that yeah, was of, 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 of her daughter. Yeah, that was really yeah. uh touching. And then she gets the medal. Yeah, yeah. Um and I think what I most love about Rise of Skywalker is it's like the pinnacle of found family in Star Wars. Yeah just that end scene where Ray has had no family for most of her life. Yeah. She barely rem remembers her parents. She thought they left and were coming back. She has no idea what happened. What about on card plot? One quarter portion. 60 portions. Bro, that is I'll not pay family. for him. <laughs> what about and, the droid? And just... 
when that lady asks her who she is and she says ray ray who and you see her pause and then turn and yeah. see luke and leia yeah basically like saying yes you're you're part of our family now you get to carry on the legacy and that was a big controversy at the time oh it uh, still is yeah still um is. but something that i think all right so the reason why i think a decent amount of people were hoping that she wasn't going to be a skywalker my hope anyway was that the whole skywalker saga is revolved around like the skywalkers which is totally fine but it also in in a sense of saying like you have to be special because you're a skywalker that is like kind of what a decent amount of people take from it yeah. but to me it was you don't have to be a main character to make a difference in, yeah. in, in, in the galaxy. And that's what Ray was to me. Yes, was, I do wish yeah. that it was still like Ray nobody. Yeah. Like the the Palpatine connection is like hit or miss for me because she's not really. I mean, she is a Palpatine, but in a weird way because her dad was a clone. Yes. Made using parts of Palpatine. So it's like, yes. it's, it's, <laughs> so he's not a clone of Palpatine. Of what you're of saying others, is true from a certain point of view, Because Ray. there's other, like, <laughs> material mixed in there. Yeah. So she has, like, that through line connection to the Force. Yeah. But in a way, she's still Ray nobody. Yeah. Because nobody. if nobody she had been given knows. the Palpatine name, she would know who her, what her name is. She would know who her family is. Yeah, but her family never took that name. Her father probably has no idea who Palpatine was, or no, in, in no, relation to him. No, be uh, so her, so her dad knew who. Oh right, yes, yeah. There's that book. I haven't read it, but I have right. it on my desk right now. Be because technically she, uh, she Palpatine probably the only people who actually uses his first name. Uh, she Palpatine so funny. is she... is her grandfather. Yeah. Her dad is, I don't think it's necessarily that he was a clone. I think. I need him to be a clone so I can live peacefully. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He turned out the, better than Snoke, though. There were, uh, again, there there were a lot of plot holes that, that see, again, Force Awakens had a strong start. Mm -hmm. You then go to The Last Jedi. You create plot points. You go into Rise of Skywalker. You create more plot points. It's Try and go backwards race. to to correct things. Yeah. You have a uh, you you have a comic book where Vader goes to Exegol. He sees oh. everything yeah. from Rise of Skywalker, but doesn't tell his son anything. Yeah. He doesn't tell him about all the ships under the ice. He doesn't tell him about the Snoke clones in in tubes or anything. Oh, but that's a whole can of worms. That's so much. He forgot. There's he forgot. He forgot. Oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, I don't it, know. It just created a whole other thing. Yeah. But I can end the Ray Skywalker argument right now. All right, let's hear it. Saying that Ray cannot say her name is Ray Skywalker is just like saying the clones ha can't use anything but their numbers. 
Oh. If you are saying you cannot choose your name, you're Pong Krell. How dare you? And nobody likes Pong Krell. Nobody likes Pong Krell. How dare you? Don't be Pong Bring Krell. up his name. Don't be a Pong Krell. And the lesson that you kind of learn I with that Pong is Krell. like family isn't always determined by blood. And that's oh, something that. No. Sorry, my nose is totally running. Um, but we, uh, I don't know. That's something I learned kind of like through my own life and upbringing uh, with, you know, personal family stuff is that that's not always the case. Right. And, you know, just seeing that in a movie, I thought was kind of cool and something I could relate to a little bit. And yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like that message a lot. Um, I know there's, it's super controversial just as a topic in general of the whole Skywalker thing, but I, okay. yeah, that's kind of my take on it. Yeah. It's uh, I, I, again, it's okay that it's not for everyone. I, I, I think the sequels hold a special place in my heart just because of the experiences. For example, I met Ray through Star Wars, specific, specifically the sequels. Yeah. So it's yeah. just if that didn't happen, I, you and I would not be friends. Nope. You and I would not be recording this episode right now. I would not be here causing chaos. Yes, exactly. Uh, and actually, you did come to the private screening for Rise of Skywalker, yes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole experience was super cool too because of we got. Uh, pretty much everyone from our like main garrison in, in, in Michigan to go. Yeah. And we saw it like three or four days early. And that experience is something that I will never forget just because of, um, uh, because of all, all the hype was there and then seeing everyone in the theater. I think that's something that we all didn't expect, you know, f- for just all of us to do. So the fact that we all got to have that experience together was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I didn't know you then. That's no, okay. Especially because like our garrison and base is kind of like yeah. one of my found families. Yeah, I'm sure for you too. Yeah, and so being able to watch a movie about found family with my found family, yes, was also a very fun experience. And and cool. and then also fun fact, David was there too. He flew all the way from Texas, um, just for that screening. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and he, I missed it and and he got yeah and then he flew back a couple hours after that screening because i i I, I took him directly to the airport that's insane yeah (laughs) sweet yeah that's cool so star wars brings people together but that's our rankings from 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 all of us on the our long-winded yeah (laughs) have i ever told you why i like really got into cosplay why because so force awakens trailer comes out right yeah super intrigued my friend then messages me who i haven't talked to since like a year or so after high school dude when were you gonna tell me you were in star wars oh and sends me a picture of daisy ridley holding the force awakens poster and i'm like what are you talking about um and she's like she looks like you i'm like okay yeah. And then I found out the main character was Ray, and I was like, okay, well, now we got to really play yes. off of this. So I was like, I got to make the costume. Yeah. And that was my first cosplay. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Wow. Yeah. And your first costume was like your, was also like an, an official Revolution approved costume. Oh, as well. no, 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 no. Oh, no? No, no, no. no it was a t shirt, um, some nursing scrub pants that I okay. hemmed really short. Nice. Um, the tabards were uh, cut off from a bed skirt. 
Okay. Um, my staff was made out of cardboard and recycled materials I got from a local recycling center. Um, the end caps were actually baby bottle caps. Okay. Um, the the strap for that was a suspender belt that I cut in half. Um, the boots were UGG boots that I um, colored. Uh, the belt was scraps from some pairs of pants. Um, the arm wraps were just uh strips of cloth that i sewed into a sleeve like that's cool it was all thrift store stuff um yeah. i want to say it cost maybe 20 bucks boom yeah and then i've just upgraded it over time costumes are fun um zach and i were just talking about costumes last night yeah. just because of uh he is very interested in it yeah um it's just... my heart is my wallet is not but yes <laughs> yeah welcome to the club yes uh, my <laughs> wife is yeah, well, she <laughs> she loves me and she loves what I love, but you know, yeah, Costume, we got stuff to do. Costuming is an expensive hobby, but it's and so fun. Once you have one, you can't stop. Yep. He's oh. no. <laughs> oh no. But also, there are ways to do it like cost effectively. We were also just talking about that too because I've been getting a lot of, uh, I've been getting a lot of messages about my uh, about my Anakin. Uh, because either people go to that route to where it's uh, like, you know, hundred percent accurate, it's thousands of dollars, or it's, you know, it's kind of low budget, which is totally fine. Mm -hmm. But then you find your, you know, happy medium. And that's what I did where yeah. like I, yeah. I found some shortcuts to where it it's. So for example, my glove is, I modify the crap out of it. The buckles on that glove are from the from the 2005 Anakin Skywalker Halloween costume. Oh wow! That I wore as a kid. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! But that glove is actually decently screen accurate, uh, uh, specifically because of the buckles. So we used that glove as an organ donor, and we took those buckles and we put them on a more screen accurate glove. That's really I love cool. that. Yeah, yeah. I want to say when I was first approved. My shirt was just some scrap fabric that I had laying around. Um, I got the wraps pretty cost effective. The pants were thrift store find. Um, I made the boots from scratch based like using a thrift store boot as yeah. a base. Yeah. I want to say I didn't spend more than 50 bucks. Now, now my costume now is probably a couple hundred, but <laughs> that's, that's because over time you, yeah like improve different aspects so yes. like you get different arm wraps that are a little more expensive and then you save up for different wraps or a different belt yeah i mean my hit bag is a six dollar canvas bag i got from the thrift store oh nice and i just nice yep. so, ripped yeah. it apart re-sewed it yeah we'll definitely talk to zach more about like getting the costume <laughs> much to learn yes much to learn. um but i think that's everything for for this week yeah yeah Right? Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Cool. 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 No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. With that being said, no, oh, it's not. Oh, no. I just remembered. Um, one, Mark Hamill. Oh yeah. Posted to Instagram. Hey, anything interesting happening on TV tonight? And he showed a picture of. No, there was no picture. It was just that. 
But the only thing premiering on TV tonight is Loki. Hmm. So that that would be cool. I would be very I'm intrigued that, yeah. if he's going to be in Loki. But I can't watch it because I'm here. Boo hoo. So somebody out there knows before I do. So Oh my gosh. Let's, you're, you're, let's find out. You're, let's find out. Somebody out there knows. Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh let's go through everything. <sighs> Any last minute comments? None? All right, None? cool. None? Uh, Find us on our socials. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, we're on Instagram at Star Wars Stuff Podcast. We're on X also. The app formerly known as Twitter. Yes. Uh, at Stuff Pod. We're on threads at Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Josh is doing some great things over there. We're also on Patreon. Go check us out at Star Wars Stuff Podcast 2187 on Patreon.com. We have some great content on there. And Ray and I have revived our TikTok. We are on the TikTok. <laughs> Yes, we are, and we're and our email is starstuffpodcast.gmail.com. Please email us and give us your reviews. We're on Facebook, Star Wars Stuff Group, and Star Wars Stuff Podcast page. We're also on Twitch, Star Wars Stuff Gaming. Zach and I are going to be reviving that as well pretty yeah. soon. Stay tuned for that. Um, go on Apple, on, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give us a review. We love hearing from all of you. We would not be doing this if it wasn't for you. Any last minute things before we go? Zach, um, once again, welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I'd say share our TikTok videos to yeah. people that might be interested in the podcast because I'm cutting clips from our episodes. So they're, they're little bite-sized pieces that you could share with your friends to yeah. get them to listen to the podcast. There are some great clips um, and we're still slowly adding to the wall. Um, but yeah, no, guys, this is just the beginning. Don't worry. Next year is going to be crazier because we've got estimated about six projects happening next year. So there's uh, of of like of actual media content. So like games and shows yeah, and stuff like definitely. that. So I'm excited. Uh, with that being said, may the force be with you. Always.